right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous Podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually disingenuous things. Now, I all, I've said this before about other episodes. This one's going to be disingenuous, but this one might get me off the airwaves, but that's cool. You know what I mean? It's the first episode of 2023. You know, I want to do something different, come in with a bang, do like, you know, just uh, the... I'll get to why I'm laughing later. But yeah, man. So I'm super excited about starting off this new year, 2023. Last episode I did was with my boy, Johnny, Johnny Johnson. I'm pretty sure that the guys I'm about to introduce in a little bit know about Johnny. That episode was in November, I think, actually. And I was going to do a best of episode in December, but your boy was tired. You know what I mean? It was time for it was the holidays, family, your lady, all this other stuff. You know, so uh, I took a month off, but we back at it and I'm uh, starting off with a bang in 2023. And I'm really excited about this episode we're doing now because I have not one, not two, not even three, but all my LBs. The last time we were all together in a room was shit, man. It was probably the mob house, which we're going to talk about later. We're only going to talk about it, but so much because some of us are married in relationships. And if we talk too much about the mob house by the time this episode airs, I'm pretty sure I'll see one of you dudes on divorce court because we ain't going to go into to everything. <laughs> some things, you know, the old saying, it says uh, it's between me and God and that's it. <laughs> but anyway, so now I got all my LBs on about to introduce them one by one, how I know each and every one of them. Well, aside from Avery, Steve, and Brandon, because they've been on before. As a matter of fact, the top three episodes I've had have been the first one I've ever done, the one that I did with my lady Morgan, and then Avery, because all these random ass women started following me after Avery's episode. (laughs) I got about, I don't know, about 15 followers after Avery's episode. Um, We're going to go too much. And what I'm trying to say is Avery's episode did the most numbers aside from mine, you know, but now I got all these dudes on. So, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about it. What's up, Nigrets? Hola, hermano. What's good? Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this Derek is the one that I was worried about before we got on here, and y'all should see him right now. He has a <laughs> I wish y'all could see this damn hat. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get into Derek's fascination with the Hispanic culture a little later, but uh, you know, yeah, so anyway. And I got, you know, I got Eric, I got Avery, I got Amir, I got Tonto, I got Brandon, I got Derek, I got Akil, and I got Steve, who I've known the longest out of all these dudes, unfortunately. It's been a long... Yes, sir. How many years? Four, 15, 16, some odd... 2023, so 2005. Yeah, yeah. Then after that, it was me, Amir, and Steve, who were the three amigos. What's up, dog? What's going on? Hey, so Amir, right? <laughs> I'm I, again. I'm gonna talk about each and every dude personally before we get into the individual stories. Amir was my second roommate in my freshman year, right? Now, my first roommate, I'm not gonna put his name out there, but he was from Baltimore and he was a colossal asshole. Sorry, Brandon. I don't know what's up with you, Baltimore dudes, but like, yo, Spencer, you wasn't an angel either, yo. <laughs> Uh, it's like no it's like no it's like no i fuck with baltimore dudes but my specific roommate 
I don't give a damn where he was from. He got on my nerves. So I got a letter over the summertime going into our second semester of college, right? And they said, hey, you're going to get a new roommate, Amir. I'm not going to put his last name out there, but I'll never forget it. I was standing in the kitchen in my parents' house, and I said, Dad, I got a new roommate. He goes, oh, yeah? He goes, what's his name? I said, Amir. And I said his last name, but I said, he said his name is Amir. Would he work at 7-Eleven or something? You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 So I was like, honestly, I thought, I was like, I ain't never heard of no black dude named Amir, right? So I was like, man, I'm about to be working with a foreign dude. That comment probably gonna get me canceled alone, but fuck it, whatever. We gonna keep going. So, like shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just like, you know, uh, it's it's called the disingenuous podcast for a reason. People know that. As Dave Chappelle said, at this point, almost thirty episodes in, you done clicked on my face, so you kind of know what to expect. But I remember I got a new roommate, and it was Amir, right? And my last roommate, man, this dude would come in the middle of the in the room, in the middle of the night, start making all types of noise and all this shit. And I was just like, man, fuck. So I gotta get it. It's another dude I gotta get used to. Whatever. So I met Amir. I never forget it. Hey, Amir, remember this? Uh, when I first met Amir, I walked in my my room, right? Nettle, I think it was Nettle. It was, I think, what was our room number? 214? It was something. 214 or 213, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. We lived on the A side. Steve, no, all of us lived on the A side. Steve was upstairs on the third floor. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. So I met, uh, I walked in and Amir was playing Call of Duty. I'll never forget that. And I said, okay, you know, he's not. You know, East Indian, so you know we we good off that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So I walked in. I said, "What's up, bro?" And he just looks at me. He goes, "Was good." So he seems like a friendly gentleman. All right, whatever. You know. So I started to get used to him a little bit, and I never forget. I had a little girlfriend at the time, and my last roommate, I was always nervous. Not nervous, but I was always dreading walking into the rooms. I didn't know what I was going to walk in on. I walked in on this dude beating off one time, like all types of shit, like this crazy stuff. <laughs> so I walked, I, I I went out with my little, with my girl, my little, my little jump jump at the time. And I came back in the room at like 2 a.m. Amir was sound asleep, right? I said, bet, cool. He sleeps, he's quiet. The next morning, my alarm goes off. Amir, I don't know if you remember this story. No, nah, I don't remember. My alarm goes off. I get up. I'm like, yeah, what's up, dog? And he's just laying there. And I was just like, yo, bro, what's good? You good? And he just, we weren't even snoring. So I said, hey, you all right? And so I walked over to him and I put my finger under his nose. <laughs> and I didn't really, I felt a little. And I said, yo, wake up, dog. He said, man, what's up? I said, all right, man, we chilling. And since then, <laughs> Since then, we good. And this dude was the most, he was the dopest roommate I ever had. And well, in a dorm anyway, he was the only other roommate I had in the dorm. Uh, but yeah, nah. So that's how I met Amir. And uh, for a long time, Amir, me, Steve, and Amir, way before Sigma, were like just these three assholes walking around campus. You know, uh, just, just, just Amir had an interesting relationship at the time. <laughs> we, we- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think all of us can attest to Amir's uh old relationship, but my boy is married now with a little girl, man. That's yeah. what's 
yes, sir. Never thought I'd see it. It's like, nah, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's dope, <laughs> yeah. man. How is it, man? It's going good. Little one keeping me up, so I barely get a chance to sleep, but yeah. I can't complain. How's uh you want sleepless weekends all day? Six weeks until I go back to work. Six weeks off. Oh, that's yeah. cool, man. That's cool. That's cool. How's the missus, dog? She good? She good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're figuring this thing out. How to how to deal with this little girl? Yeah, man. Hopefully, your 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 actual wife don't listen to this part. But I hated your ex, dog. She got on my damn nerves. <laughs> she got. <laughs> Yeah, I know that. She used to call everybody. She used to steal numbers out of my phone and call everybody. And that is what made us all closer. <laughs> it, it like I remember those days, and I ain't gonna go too much into detail with it, but in this podcast, it's about growth, it's about yeah. growing, it's about you know what I mean. And like the only way we don't go back to our past is that we talk about our past. At least that's what my therapist says. It's worked for me so far. You know, so I haven't met a Miz lady yet. Hopefully I will, but uh if he's married, that's a good sign. You know, and if the old one listens to this, fuck it. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> we're going to get to more to a mayor in a minute. Like I said, this is the most people I had on here. So I want y'all to know each and every one of them. Eric, this was a story that I couldn't wait to tell. Right now, I ain't going to go too much into detail with it. But when we was pledging Sigma, I kept hearing Eric. And I was like, who's this Eric dude? So I remember, first of all, What's up, dog? What up, baby? Ain't nothing. <laughs> so Eric, right? This is how I know Eric, and I'm going out of order. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh when I kept when we were we was playing Sigma, right? Uh I never forget we got that call and I was scared shitless. And I remember when Dean said, if y'all don't want to leave here, if y'all don't want to be a part of this, y'all can walk out right now. I swear <laughs> to God, if one of y'all would have left out a follow behind you, because I just did not fuck want to be there. So I kept hearing about Eric. Right, I said, Who is this Eric dude? And then Steve and Avery kept telling us, like, oh, Eric is cool, Eric is cool, whatever. And I was just like, All right, well, who is he? Oh man, you know, he da da da, da you know, whatever he used to. I was like, Okay, all right, fine. So I remember y'all remember that MLK, uh, not MLK weekend, but remember we Dean took us to DC when they unveiled the MLK statue. Remember that? I forgot all about that. Oh, I remember it because that's how I met Eric. <laughs> So we go to one of our big bros house and, you know, we, 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 we getting ready for the evening. You know, we about to do this bullshit. And all I kept hearing was, oh, Eric's upstairs. And I was like, who is that? All right, whatever. You know, when I tell you the most swole ass, scary looking dude walked in that bedroom. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, I don't know if y'all remember, but I like <clears throat> You know, I got uh, you know, I got records. I thought this was one of the big bros. That was my that was my first time meeting Eric too. Oh, that was your first time meeting Eric. Well, no, right. Yeah, yeah. First yeah, time yeah, I met yeah. all y'all. Right. You know, and no one no, it was not the first no. time you met me. You talking about you know you know what I'm saying though. Yeah, that, you, I know what you there, Everybody else, fool. <laughs> Eric comes running in there. I remember he ain't even had no t shirt on. This big swole ass dude. I say, yo, well, this dude about to beat the shit out of us, right? I'm scared as fuck. Big bro say, come out here. And Eric come running out with us. I was like, what the fuck he doing? You know? And uh, oh, by the way, y'all, Five Beta Sigma is a non-hazing organization, just to let you know. Uh, <laughs> so Eric come, he online with us, and I'm looking down the line. I said, yo, that's 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 my line, brother. When I tell you Eric was the craziest dude, America's worst nightmare, dog. He was the best dude to have online. Still brothers to this day. He uh -huh. a little quiet. <laughs> I said, mob. 
<laughs> hey man, so I know we don't get to talk much, and we all gonna come together at one point, you know, and eventually in this episode. But how's life, dog? How's everything? Everything's everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. How how the little one? How the missus? I got because I know you uh, uh in holy matrimony too. Yeah, everything's straight, man. We um bought our house a couple years ago. What three years? Four years now? Okay. We got one in the oven. She do about to pop any moment. So we that, have a second one now. Cool, man. Boy, girl. Oh, uh, we don't know. I like to. I wait till the doctor slap him, and then I oh. check the legs. <laughs> That's how I do them. <laughs> cool, man. Congratulations, though. I didn't know she was. Uh, she had a seed, man. Yeah, I was yeah. keeping it on the low. I yeah. don't think, but uh, besides y'all, I think only my supervisor know. Well, when this episode airs, everybody about to know, but fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, bless them into the world. <laughs> I remember when we all got the call and Steve was like, yo, you got me, Derek. I said, well, who the hell is that? What's up, dog? Y'all. Yeah, man. Y'all should see this stupid ass Hattie's. Well, commentary, commentary. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> So what's up, man? I remember I met Derek. He was one of the first people I met. Derek was our ace, you know. Um, and as goofy as he is, and as sometimes I question his insanity, uh, you know, Derek was also probably I can't really say the best ace to have because that would imply that I've been on other lines before, and I assure you I have not. I don't know. Should I should I tell my earliest memory of um of Derek? Yeah, man, keep it real, keep it on it. Well, I got two. Hey, everybody, everybody on the wall wants to go, they, they expect nothing less, man. <laughs> <laughs> so the story I want to tell, I don't know. Uh, it's two stories. It's either the time when Dean was said write out a few programs. Uh, we actually, you know what? I'm not gonna go into that, but just know that Derek was our ace, and uh, sometimes he was a center of embarrassment for all of us. And I commend you for your services. Uh, you know, and uh, when we got offline. Derek, I just knew y'all, you know, you go to homecoming and you see them old heads with like quadruple nail you on. Remember when we crossed and Derek had on the jacket, he had on the hat, he had on the tiki, <laughs> he had on the whole five beta sigma store, everything. You know what I mean? But after I learned about how bad this dude wanted to be in, it made sense. And you got to be this Avery, Steve, and Brandon. This not Brandon, Avery, Steve, and uh, Derek. This and Akil. I say Akil um, too. This goes for y'all and Eric. Oh, hey, hey that, can't forget unforgettable. Uh, y'all got to be crazy as hell to be online twice. <laughs> so hey, I do it again. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, me. Three, I remember me and Akil is not the charm. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was on three times. Three. T- Y'all, uh, y'all, I commend y'all because I remember the first and only time I went through it. Me and Amir was sitting in my Crown Victoria, and he was, we was like, y'all, this is their second time doing this. And I remember Amir, he used to piss me off when we was online because every single night, yo, this about to be the longest shit ever, dog. This is about to suck. As if we don't, I don't already know that. So to know y'all went, y'all did this a couple times. That let me know how bad y'all wanted to be in. And Derek definitely showed it. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, it's a good thing. But he graduated right after we crossed. But uh, I still think undergrad, a little undergrad is still in his heart. You know what I mean? Because he uh, 
he'd be a little wild, you know. But that's cool though. That's cool. We all got our own personalities. Hey, I'm, I'm here for y'all entertainment, man. I'm here yeah, man. Always, always. Um, when I met Tonto, I said, "Who the hell is this old ass nigga?" <laughs> 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 I said, uh, I said, hey, what's up, bro? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? And I said, who the fuck is this? I said, how? My first question <laughs> was, yo, how old are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, the dude aged like fine wine, but he just didn't look like no, 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 19, 20 year old. There's a lot of girls in undergrad that thought I was younger than what I was, but yeah, I was the oldest one online. Was, is, is. <laughs> <laughs> nah man i met tonto he was just one of the ones that I, I actually no i think we first met i don't know if it was in the interest meeting or if it was in Derek's room or whatever but i can remember that was my earliest memory of you i was like man ain't no way in hell and i know you've been hearing that for over 10 years but i was like you got to be some kind of crazy to go through this shit at this age, but that to me, that's just a testament of how bad you wanted to wear, you know, the letters and stuff. So, you know, that I commend you for because I'm 32 years old now and I just can't even imagine, like, you know, what I'm saying going to, through that shit. So, uh, how's everything though, man? Didn't you live in like China or some shit for like five years? <laughs> no, I was over there for a year, man, teaching, teaching oh. English. Oh, fuck it. All right, cool. And, well, uh, uh, <laughs> all right, so everything good though? Yeah, everything is good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family's yeah. We'll, good. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, like I said, we'll get to all our <laughs> stories uh, in a little bit. Uh, and a kill. Yo, yo, what's goody? What's up, man? Feeling, bro. Hey, uh, so a kill is uh from New York, and I remember when we were younger, he spared no expense on telling you where he was from, <laughs> all the time. You know, that is factual. <laughs> I met. I think I met a kill when we were online too. We, we we didn't have any real prior history beforehand, and uh, he has probably, literally, not even trying to be funny, literally the funniest line name out of all of us. <laughs> um, and it's uh, LMFAO. We're not gonna go into how he got it or what it even stands for, but literally, it is the funniest line name. Um, because don't let him right now being chill fool you. When we was online, this dude always had a smile, was always laughing. Steve, too. I remember when we would, every night, all of us, Lisa Mir and me, would be very miserable, and we would pick Steve up, and he would just, that's how I got his line name, Blue Bull. He was just nuts every single night, and I just never understood that shit because I would just be crying myself to sleep every fucking day so you know uh a kid was somewhat similar you know what i mean he had his line name lmfao because he was always laughing during the whole shit whatever you know what i mean but um yeah solid dude he's my six or whatever me and him uh didn't usually see eye to eye in undergrad <laughs> with a lot of shit uh but we older now you know what i mean and uh he's another brother that i'm blessed to have in my circle beyond here as a matter of fact i'm happy all y'all are on here when y'all kept clicking on when y'all kept coming on like one by one i was like damn we're actually about to do this shit like you know when i first came up with this idea i didn't think it was gonna because you know all of us have conflicting schedules and stuff but definitely grateful for y'all being all on at the same time um avery brandon steve everybody can go listen to y'all episode people know who y'all are like it avery uh after we graduated it's probably been the one that i've communicated the most with for good and bad reasons but you can listen to avery's episode to find that out 
Um, what's up, dog? What up, man? They used to call us the Yellow Express when they see us coming. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and now the episode begins. Hey, I can remember one time that just to give y'all for y'all who didn't listen to Avery's episode, I can give this one story right here. We'll give you a very exact description of who he is as a person. It was homecoming of 2015, right? Oh, Lord. Yeah. (laughs) And um, we were standing by my car, and it was a group of young women who were standing right by my car, right? So me and Avery get out of my car, and of course, it's homecoming. We both got nail yawn. And uh, these young women were a little bit of the uh, meaty persuasion, if you will. One of them goes, oh, girl, cool, cool. It's the Sigmas. Look, it's the Sigmas. And me being a person I am, I just kind of like, you know, brushed it off. Avery's exact response was, and I quote, (laughs) in front of all of them. (laughs) He started gagging like in front of them to make it look like he was like, you know, he, he, he wasn't interested is what I'm saying. And Avery spares no expense on speaking his mind. A little bit more than I wish. That's that Jamaican side popping out on him. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm gonna say this. Hey, well, now, that's I, I, the Lysian Drake type. Yo, y'all gonna be easy on Jamaicans on this episode, all right? <laughs> <laughs> y'all need to relax. Y'all need to relax. Yeah, it is three Jamaicans, three Jamaicans on here. I'm not gonna say the jokes that I say to them on a regular basis because I would yeah. like to keep my podcast. But, yeah, you know. The Africans, too. I got your back, Steve. I know. Yeah. <laughs> So, but no, uh, well, you did play African in the step show. So, you know, it's it's a boy, boy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, people will probably hear a lot of like, like shit like that. You know, little side jokes. A lot of them have backstories that we're not going to go into because we all have careers and stuff like that. But yeah. So uh, Avery, man, what's up, dog? How's everything been since the last episode? Well, everything is good, man, but I just want to clear up a misconception. I don't have any issues with, with big women. Um, it, <laughs> it, Akil could tell you, man, me and him, bro, we used to tag team, hosted, host his hawk slam these chicks, man. Stop. Like, Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I know, I know, I know that, uh, that, that hey, yo. Bull, I was, I was saying, I know, I know Steve is blue bull, but yo. When they was like 275 and up, this man Akil would like stop you and be like, yo, I want the thick ones. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you got it. Well, you got it. You got it, big bro. I don't, I don't want none of that smoke. <laughs> hey, y'all want to hear a funny story about Avery? Avery is a liar. Well, no. Hey, Akil, I got your back because I got a story about Avery that I'm going to put him on the I'll put him on the spot. You know, one day. And again, this has nothing to do with our stories of perseverance and overcoming obstacles. We'll get that in a minute. But because it kills my man now. So is Avery. I kind of got to, you know, call a spade a spade. One day I'm over Avery's house. Right. And y'all know me. I'm a storyteller. I love stories. So, you know, and uh, he goes, hey, bro, I got this one girl coming through. Can you go in the basement? I looked at him. I said, excuse me. You know, he said, yeah, man, can you just go in the basement? Da, da, da. Now he's I've been over, I was over his crib before when he had, you know, young women over there, but he never asked me to do that shit. We used to, well, yeah, I'm not gonna go into that. But I was very appalled that he asked me to go in the basement and very somewhat confused. But we're in his house, so I respected his wishes. 
So I'm downstairs in the basement by myself while he got somebody up there, right? I hear a girl come in. I hear them talk. I hear them do their business or whatever. And I said, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? He's done. And I hear the girl leaving and walk out the house. I just happened to look out his window. And when I tell you this was the biggest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, that is why he asked me to go in the basement. <laughs> you no, know, reason, no, I asked you to go in the basement because I was like, yeah, I don't want somebody to come in and they think like, uh, yeah, I didn't sign up for a two man mission here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, I, I kill. Um, you ain't you. Yeah, you. I got your back, man. And just a disclaimer. I love women of all types. Yeah. Yo, oh, straight up. We all do. No. But you know this this podcast is about growth. Hey Avery, quick question was was this the chick from that night? Uh, from which night? The night. The oh no 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 no! I wish I wish no no and, and obviously yeah. Um, I'm telling you, bro, Akil is my partner in crime, man. Like we we got codes and and, and everything, yo. Whenever we see a group of, of BBWs walk in, yo, I, I just tap them on the shoulder and be like, yo, we got action. <laughs> If we got action. I sure big but everybody about to know it. 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 I'll let y'all handle that. That's y'all department. You know? You know? I know what I handle. I love me some thunder thighs. I will say that, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got butt, gut, and you got thunder thighs. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, this All niggas is canceled. Hey, Steve. You think that's gonna get me canceled? Uh, I know a girl that me and Avery used to mess with. That's literally a porn star now. Oh, Lord, the OnlyFans is popping. And it, no, we and how I found out, Avery calls me right, and he goes, "Hey, remember such and such?" I say, "Yeah, this has been years." No, we were actually we were we were we were actually out. Me and you, I think we was out at the bar, Avery. If you remember this, and. I I think when I initially told you, I, I straight up, I, I'm not even gonna lie, I sent you a link because I was. Oh, like, that's what it was. He sent me a link off of a very uh, explicit site, right? It was pulling up, yeah. And I, all right. Well. <laughs> so I said, uh, I first said, of all, stop, stop, time out. What's exchange, up? Exchange and poor hub links is insane. That's the thing about the well, story. No, it wasn't an exchange. He didn't send me one back. I sent him one, and I said, yo, this is such and such. Yeah, right? Steve, it and was not an exchange. It was a one-way, okay, like, because okay, okay, my, my literal, because I, I was like, bro, why are you sending this to me, Let much less on my phone? Like, what, what is this? And he was like, man, click on it. Just click on it. And I clicked on it, and it was somebody that Avery and I know from a, you know. And my first question was, how did you find this? And then Avery's response was, that's not important. And I just... <laughs> I just stay focused, man. Stay focused. <laughs> typical Avery response. I saw it was like a typical Avery response. Yeah, 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 yeah. He um he said, Don't worry about it. And I said, you know what? That's my past life. Right now I'm reading um uh, I'm reading y'all remember Steve O from Jackass, right? And um I'm reading his autobiography. I pretty much crushed that joint in like three days, but he talks a lot about you know, the best way to not become the person you were in your past is to be honest about your past, you know? Now that's a lesson that I've 
already kind of like instilled in myself but and that's also what this podcast is about we'll talk shit we'll joke around we'll talk about like some stuff that some people probably like what but none of us right now are what we used to be at least i hope not <laughs> you know um you know all of us are doing great things amazing things married i'm not a data slayer no more all right well there we go as Ada slayer which they found on the day of this recording today is their founder's day um <laughs> you oh god your timing hey, is impeccable so, so happy happy founder's day exactly. Soros. but yeah happy founder's um, day Soros. i uh unfortunately have no good experiences with zeta five beta members um actually all of them suck but uh you know it's 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 and like i'm pretty sure the few ones that that if they do listen they know what's up aka's deltas i'm cool with that but i've never been i've never had a good experience <laughs> with say shout out to the poodles yo spitz yo spitz what's up <laughs> hey look this is my shit all right i, really? I can talk about what <laughs> I could talk about what I want to on here. You know what I mean? I'm not going hey, to. I got to defend hey. my scores. I just want to let everybody know that they're not all bears. I got to let all y'all know. No, 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 no. That's not what they're I'm talking about. Bears. If anything, if anything, right now, I'll be honest about it. I'll be honest about it. Y'all remember, you know, y'all know about my weight loss journey and getting myself together. And um, on my first podcast, I talked about my story, right? And so I was talking to a Zeta, right? Who would stick out like a sore thumb. And I remember stuff went south with her and I was it was it went so south that like, you know what? I talked about it in my in my uh, in my first episode. Y'all can go listen to it. And that whole situation with that particular member of Zeta Phi Beta is what started me. Helped me start on my workout journey, October 24th of 2020. So if I owe anything to the month, that's it. <laughs> You know, so it ain't all bad, but I'm glad y'all had better experiences than I did. You know, so hey, hey, Derek, they they don't all look like bears, but uh, they pack a punch like one, don't they? <laughs> Man, let me. Hey, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Hey, hey, shout out to the poodles real quick. Hey, shout out to the poodles. You uh, know, shout out to the case and shout, shout out, out to the Zeta's that don't try to kill me. <laughs> you know, all right, I yeah, yeah, I stay with the case. That's all. Yeah, 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 shout yeah, out yeah. to the poodles. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all. Happy Father's Day to our sisters. Yeah, man. Let's keep it a uh, thing. But anyway, uh, no, nah, this podcast, man, it's all about growth. It's all about beating the odds or whatever. And I know every last one of us have been through, um, you know, some tough times. I know for a fact stories of like Avery, Brandon, and Steve because they've been on there before. But on a serious note, man, I'm glad to see everybody's still alive. Everybody's doing well. You know, we got like I said, we got the kids, we married, doing all these, you know, it's we've been in Sigma what? Uh what's this, twenty twenty three? So it'll be uh yeah, what, twelve years this year. You know what I mean? So um, you know, and all of us are still intact. I was just having a conversation with my boss today, who's an alpha, and it was eight of them, and it's only two of them left, you know. So um definitely still glad that everybody's here. But anyway. Uh, back to us, the uh, uh, to get this episode really started. Um, even though it's been like forty <laughs> minutes in, so man, what are y'all goals for the new year, man? What y'all trying to do? Like stuff y'all accomplished or whatever? Like what are the things y'all looking forward towards the new year? Since this is the first episode of the new year, <laughs> nah, um, I'm looking to create more revenue streams of passive income, um, mm. so income where I don't have to do much. <laughs> I feel that. 
kind of just comes to me. Um, I'm definitely trying to decrease on trading time for money. Yeah. Uh, in the new year. Um, spending more time with my family and friends. Uh, I feel like I've been neglecting folks over the years, but, uh, they understand your boys on, on a mission. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Um, and again, I can speak for all of us, but you specifically. Um, and I think we talked about some, talked about this in the first episode, you know, um, the whole DJ thing. Yeah. I still remember those days of that thick Toshiba laptop. And- hey, I was uh, cleaning out my closet today and I still got that job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It you look like um, inches, bro. <laughs> no, that I, you need to frame that because that's how you started. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's how you started. You know, um, and I'm just glad that I was driving the Crown Victoria at the time, and I can offer the trunk space to uh, carry around that big ass speaker that you had. Hey, hey yeah, you know. <laughs> Back before we got the power jumps, we had the big twelves. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, uh, I will. I will never forget. For weeks, I feel like all of us are telling Steve to get a new laptop, bro. On his DJ sessions, it kept freezing. We had the best. I swear, this is like the best party of the semester. And he was on that go go the uh, go go set. Mary Barbara from PG and DC. Yeah, and that joint cut off. Everybody was Steve. <laughs> I didn't know about that story. When did this the, the, the screen turned white like five minutes before the party stopped. I was like, oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> Was this the uh, was this the Halloween party? Nah, it was the uh, blacklight party. Damn, so it's happened multiple times. Did, did it happen at the Halloween party? I remember in the first episode, me and you had you talked about how like the the joint blew up in like a party and a fight broke out or something. I think I think it, it was either I know the lights was off, <laughs> so oh. it was either it was either Halloween or the blacklight jump. Oh, yeah, okay. the, the screen froze, and I was like, "Damn, <laughs> I'm over there like control off the leak." It was not coming back over. Oh man, hey, man. real talk, Steve. I, I want to say I'm proud of you, bro. Your DJ skills just gotten up there. I mean, you know, I yeah. give you a lot of shit, bro. A lot of wanted, shit. I just want this to be on record. It is on record because I'm saying it a lot. Trash. Akil has been calling me trash for the past five years. For it's, so it's for him to admit this is monumental. <laughs> more than five years. Because you know I'm biased, bro. I'm from New York. I got some of the best DJs in the world. See, there, you know? there he goes. I, I told you. Um, um, DJ shit was trash, but you, you're good, bro. I'm proud, I'm I mean, in all fairness, he's not better than me. It's like, now nah, you know there's always that one <laughs> asshole that has to, you know. Um... No, no, man, seriously. You, but you had said something that kind of, you know, on a serious note that I'd never really thought of, what you call a trading time for money. Yeah. Yeah. I never really heard someone put it into that, 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 um, those words before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I guess essentially that is what we're all doing, even if you do love your job. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. No, that's, I don't know. I just had to, you know what I mean? I just had to point that out, like trading time for money. And then, you know, I think I can, well, I can speak for myself, you know, like I said, on a serious note, well, I'm blessed to have a career that I actually like, <laughs> you know, um, but much less, you still are trading time for money. Um, but yeah, man, nah, like Akil said, I definitely, well, I said this shit the first time, but yeah, you've come a long way, a long way. And again, I must say this, uh, Steve was, for the people who didn't listen to Steve's episode, Steve was 
when I had my first radio show. Hey, Brandon, remember Hawk Radio? Yes, sir. Yeah, Steve was my, we were, I don't want to say was my co-host. That's a little demeaning. We had a show together um, on Hawk Radio, and Steve was the first person ever. When I stepped into any type of radio medium, Steve was the first one there. And it's not a lot of people. And, you know, you know, over these last couple of years, I've heard so many people go, oh, man, I always knew you would make it. Man, shut up. You didn't know what I wanted to do. But for y'all, <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all are the select few, in addition to some other folks that are close to me, that kind of like, you know, knew what it is that I wanted to do. And, what, and Steve definitely uh, was there to, is, at the very beginning. Now, I'm afraid to ask this question to Derek, but I'll just ask. What are you trying to accomplish for the new year? And please leave the Latino women out of it. So all right, so, 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 all right, so I got three, my, my big three things for 2023 in all seriousness. Um, the first thing is to get a second house and make that a rental property. Okay. Um, so when I was deployed, I stacked my money when I was deployed and I'm waiting on my refund. I'm going to put that together and I'm going to use that to get uh, a rental property or get a second house and use that as my rental property. So that's the, that's the first thing. The second thing is um, I want to get my CIH, which is my certified industrial hygienist um, certification. So that's an exam that you got to take. And pretty much that's like the golden ticket in my career field. So, yeah, I don't mean to sound stupid, but like or ignorant, ignorant. But what is uh, the, the what you call it a something? Hygienist? So it's the CIH, which is certified industrial hygienist. And um, pretty much that career field, industrial hygiene is the career field. This uh, I tell people all the time, it's similar to like OSHA. So it's like workplace safety, um, occupational health and stuff like that. So once I get my CIH, that's the golden ticket. So once I get that, I'm like, man, I'm pretty much at the, I'm at the peak of my career. So cool. um, I'm going a, I'm to a take that exam. I'm, cur I'm currently in class now. I'm in a prep class to take that exam. So that's my second thing. And my third thing, you, you know, hey, uh, before you, you know, say anything, before you say anything, okay. I want people listening to know that Derek Baker's thoughts and opinions do not represent that of spencer bryant so <laughs> i don't know what the hell you about to say because of that face you just made no 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 it's like no <laughs> but no i so so you know what i'm saying like i want to trade my thoughtcations for vacations you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i i be on i be catching flights i be on the road all the time but I, i'm i'm trying to slow down running the streets you know what i'm saying so i want to you know eventually you know, hit hit these fights with somebody special instead of you know what I'm saying running these streets and you know what I'm saying being out here. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I I can definitely feel that. I remember I gave up my Polish ways in 2016, March 13th, of 2016. I remember that day because that's the day that I met God again. So all that you know, we all got our different paths. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and again, I'm reading Steve O's book or whatever. And, you know, he had a chapter about that. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody got their different path. Some people get it young. Some people get it early. I mean, older. Some people die not getting it. So, you know what I mean? The fact that you have that on your mind, because we still young. You know what I'm saying? We still young. But, yeah, man, no, that's dope. You know what I mean? So I, I have to ask this question. First of all, I never heard of a thoughtcation before, but I hope none of your ladies listen to this episode. I ain't got no ladies. Hey, Derek, Derek, your Derek trip is looking like he be having the time of his life, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that. I will say that. I never one of the one of the worst habits I ever had was comparing my life to other people's. So I, I don't do that. But when I see Derek's stories, I be like, damn, man. Fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? He just be looking like he be having the time of his life. So I'm wondering that when you give up the uh, the thought cases for the vacation, are the stories going to calm down or are they going to still be out there like that? So so you said are the stories going to calm down? I mean, that was more of a rhetorical question, but if you want to answer it, feel free. I mean, like, so basically it'll be more so it'll be more geared to whoever me and that person is. You know, it'll be just her and I versus me. You know, it's a lot of stuff that's behind closed doors. They don't get to my story. But you know what I'm saying? Like, basically, you know. <laughs> You, yeah. you'll, you'll see a, you'll see a special feature in my story that basically <laughs> put it at that <laughs> i just wish y'all could see him with this dumbass hat on that, 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 i wish i wish i could see that um i wish y'all could see it but anyway no nah, that's dope man you know what i mean because i mean the first step in getting to that is admitting that you want to do it you know i'm not a therapist or anything but I know for me, what's worked in the past is like making a goal going towards it and sticking to it and just being all in so uh, I just hope that whenever that day comes, I'm invited to the wedding, you know, and uh, I'll get up there and speak on your behalf of uh, how proud I am that you settled that. Hey, you're going to have to learn how to dance at the wedding, too. Uh, yeah, that's one thing I don't do. <laughs> my brother, I was the best man in my brother's wedding and I didn't even dance at his. So don't, take, don't even don't, don't don't take it personal. But that's dope, man. That's dope. Amir, my man. What's going on? <laughs> Amir's always just so chill and calm. I don't even think I've ever heard of. I have heard. I have seen Amir pissed off a couple of times. Uh, one of them involved a cell phone over the balcony, but you know. Hey, um, I ain't gonna lie, Amir is lucky. This is pre iPhone era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was probably one of the only time. You know, in life, there. Yeah, I feel like you meet people where if you piss them off, you must have really did something stupid. And Amir is one of them, you know. I've only seen Amir upset a few times, and he's had a good reason for every single time. But uh, if he was single, I would talk about those stories, but he's not. I'm going to respect him and his marriage and his little girl that he just had. So, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, well, I mean, I just remember. Well, I don't know, man. I, the stories that I got in my head, I did. <laughs> it was, uh, it was we, a cell phone story. Uh huh. Cops came to the mob house. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Stripper pole parties. People sneaking, up, people sneaking up on me. Yeah, man. I can't tell one story though. I can't tell one story. The flat tire. I don't know about that one, but I'm not surprised. Um, I don't know that one. Steve got to explain that one. I forgot. Amir Shorty at the time was trying to trying to run down on him without him knowing, and she got a flat tire on the way to the show. I remember that now. Yeah, she had to call me and had to go out there and help her. So you had to help her fix the car she was trying to kill you with. <laughs> she wasn't trying to kill me. She was trying to sneak up on me in the tire, and her, and her <laughs> car got a flat tire. So she had to tell me that she was on her way up there. I got two stories before I get on a mirror about, you know, what his goals are for the new year. The first one, I remember my girlfriend at the time. Remember, I think this was Hurricane Sandy or one of those hurricanes. I don't remember. And I remember that, like, they evacuated the entire, like, area not even just U umes like it was the whole area and i remember that my girlfriend at the time stayed in salisbury she went to su so and amir i know you remember this story and uh so amir they evacuated all the kids on umes campus to the student center and i was like yeah damn that i'm going to stay with my lady at the time and in her apartment and she had three other roommates 
And so I remember Amir calls me. He was like, hey, man, you mind if you if your lady uh, well, would your lady mind if I just like came over there, like slept on the couch because I don't want to be around all these people in the SSC. I made it, you know, I checked with her. She said, yeah, that's cool, whatever. So I distinctly remember in the car, I said, Amir, do not tell your lady where you going because you about to be in an apartment with not one, not two, not three, but four women. He goes, I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. I ain't going to say nothing because I knew how his ex romantic partner was. But, you know, it's Salisbury. She don't know where he stayed, whatever. And it, it ended up being a very, very bad storm or <laughs> whatever. So um, I remember she would do what she did best and would call and call and call. And Amir didn't pick up the phone. And I remember my lady at the time and her roommates were playing the Michael Jackson dance revolution game or something in the living room. And she calls, and I guess Amir, you know, to against his best decision, call, uh, answers the phone. And she hears all the women in the background. Now, his ex-romantic partner had a very unique habit of just popping up at the campus, even though she lived three hours north of it or whatever. And whenever she said she was going to show up, she did. But it's a hurricane, a Category 5 hurricane at that. So... He picks up the phone. She's like, ah, what bitches you got over there? I'm coming over there. I'm coming over there. I'm not tripping it for two reasons. One, she ain't that stupid to drive through a hurricane. And then two, uh, you know, she don't know where we at. So a few hours later, she calls. Amir picks up the phone. And all you hear is an air raid siren in the background. And you hear wind. And you hear the storm. And all you hear is I'm coming down there. I'm coming down there. I was like, yo, this nigga's really about to show up in a category five hurricane. The other story is probably my favorite one of Amir in this whole situation. The cell phone? No. Oh, okay. Nah, I know the, I know the cell phone one if you want me to tell that one. Because I was okay, you can tell that one. You can tell that one in a second. Uh this fucked up. We all sharing campfire stories about Amir's crazy ass girlfriend. So um we were at the mob house. This is when we all lived together. And y'all know me. Ain't nothing changed 12 years later. I still go to bed about 7, 8 o'clock. Did it when I even was living with y'all. Kept hearing this bang, 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 bang at the door. Right? And I was like, what the hell is that? And I've been an old man for a while. So I get up pissed off, cranky. This thing is like 9 o'clock at night or something. And I said, who the hell is knocking on the door at this ungodly hour? Right? So I keep hearing this. Not knocking, but boom, boom, boom. Sounded like the police. So I opened up the door and I said, what's going on? And I see that Amir is in Brandon's room looking out of the window. <laughs> and I said, Amir, what's going on? He turns around. Me, he turns around, looks at me and goes. <laughs> and I said, what the hell? And I could hear it. Nigga, I know you in that. I know you in the house. Open the fucking door. <laughs> and Amir, for the life of him, I think this was going on what, for about two, three hours. <laughs> Trying to hide from her. Yeah. <laughs> and he was trying to hide from her the whole time, man. And I was just like, yo, this girl is crazy as shit. So the last time me and you physically saw each other was at Terrell's wedding. Uh -huh. And when you had, you know, told me that, you know, what I mean, you were thinking about putting a ring on your now missus, I was yeah. very happy to hear about the growth. <laughs> yeah. 
and you are an example and a testament that you can get out of toxic relationships and be with very great people. It took a while. It took, it took a, a while. Time to get away. I tried <laughs> many times, but she won't let me get away. That's what I felt like. It was like a bounty hunter chasing me. <laughs> no, speaking of chasing, bro. Why? So why we was throwing one of the parties that Spencer just hated. Yeah, and it's I think it was, it was like a homecoming. It had to be homecoming, so we always do a homecoming party. And this time it was like super packed, but there was a lot going on at this party. So me specifically, me Troya, who was our uh, Sigma queen, and um, our mentee at the time, Alicia, we were all sitting on the like the landing pad of the steps that leads to our room. And I didn't even know Shorty was there at this time. At the time, so next thing I see is she running out of his room. With his cell phone and he's chasing her like hopping <laughs> and trying to get his phone. I'm like, yo, and that was the last time I saw it, and I was like, yeah. I was like this, this, ain't, this ain't gonna last forever. Too much crazy stuff going on. I had to get out of there. Legend says she's still running with that phone to this day. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know y'all like that toxic stuff. Hell, hey, look, you know what, Derek? Though I'll say this. I'll say this. I used to make fun of Amir all the time when we were in college. I'm like, yeah, your girl crazy. I that never be me. Ain't no way that be me until it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was your turn. And I think not to compare situations, but I think in a sense, I ended up getting the blunt end of the karma because even though Amir's past romantic partner was crazy, from what I understand, she never really put her hands on him. The person I was dealing with did, you know. And I talked about sort of I talked about that in my first episode. I ain't go into too much detail about it. I remember telling Amir that when I when he we, he came down here for one of our profiles wedding. I said, yeah, man, I got to apologize to you because I had no idea what you was dealing with. And that I mean, and Derek, I say that to say this, that there are some people that do like that whole abusive. Let me rephrase it. There's some people that are in denial about liking it. But, you know, and again, I'm of the personal opinion that, like, you got a choice, depending on how bad it is, you know. And with that whole domestic violence, toxicity, it's it. I don't know how people can like that, especially men, because, you know, men were built a little differently than women. You know, we kind of hold stuff in. Nobody knew about my abusive relationship until after it was because I said, damn, I can't tell my homies that I'm getting beat up by a girl. You know what I mean? But again, the best way to deal with your past is being honest with it. You know what I mean? And, you know, so people, you know, you may you do you do make a valid point when you say, you know, you like that toxic stuff. We don't. But there are some people that I don't know what I don't know what happened to. But um, I think Amir and me. Uh, can attest that that shit ain't fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just see a man shake this head. Um, Glad that I'm out of it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, I, last time I talked about, I'm sure, last time I saw Amir, what, what's your wife's name, Amir? Rachel. Rachel. Last time I, uh, I saw she him. She even person. sounds like an angel. She has an angel name. Well, Rachel Angel. I mean, you know, <laughs> there it goes. I agree. Literally yeah. doesn't rhyme at all, Spencer. But go on. Uh, fuck it. All right, you know, you know, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, Rachel Angel. Yeah, man. Whatever. Fuck it. Hey, Amir, I'm happy for you, dog. What's your little girl's name? Gianna. Gianna. Okay, cool. Well, got that name from Kobe Bryant's daughter. Oh, dope, dope. All right, bet, bet. Well. 
Uh, again, brother, you are a testament that uh, you don't have to stay in the same situation that you're in. Avery, my man. Yo. What's up with the new year, man? Uh, man, honestly, some, something uh, Steve said that kind of stuck out to me a little bit. Uh, I, I definitely been incognito, man. I'm trying to, you know, reconnect with family and, you know, actually make appearances and step outside the house, step away from work. Uh, also, you know, the whole uh, Derek, you don't count, man. I, you like 15 minutes away. I see you like every other week. Um, <laughs> You know, other, other than that, man, I've been really this whole love hate relationship with uh with with therapy, man. I've been uh you know pretty much paying somebody to tell me that I'm that I'm uh that I'm crazy. It's been a love hate relationship on and off with that. I think we spoke about that uh, when I actually did my my episode uh, where, where I was like trying to restart it, and uh, you know I'm I've still been staying consistent with it. Uh, kind of dropped off the last few weeks, so like like I said, I'm I'm pretty much just trying to pay somebody just to let me know how uh how crazy I am, but just sound smart and <laughs> explaining it. Yeah, man. Um, Avery and I have a few funny stories together. Um, that doesn't involve well. Oh, let them know. Yellow Express then came rolling through <laughs> neighborhoods. Go on, tell them. Tell them. Hey, if anything, I was you know I was just talking to Morgan about you the other day, bro. Um. When uh, you were the first one that when I was out here wilding out doing all types of crazy stuff, you were the first one to say, Spence, that's not you, dog. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you remember that conversation. I got the memory like an elephant. But oh, yeah, uh, definitely do. Yeah. And uh, Avery was the first one that like kind of helped me get back on not even back on track to get on a track. This is a long story, but I remember Avery was one of the free first people to be like, bro, that's not you. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's what friends are for. That's what brothers are for. But I remember uh, me and Avery have a few. Our, our, and I'm not going to go into it, but our uh, friendship was tested a little while ago. Um, Avery knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not going to go into it right now. Uh, but, you know, that particular person called me after you, your episode and I, after we briefly touched on that whole ordeal. And uh, me being the positive person I try to be, it took me everything in. It took everything in me not to curse that person out. But, <laughs> you know, uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah I got you. I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. See, this is the bond that Lion Brothers have is the fact that like when Steve was not Steve, when Avery was talking to Akil and a Akil was like, oh, the girl from that night. How many nights have passed in 12 years? But Avery knew exactly what he was talking about. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I feel that the dating thing is not fun. Um, it's supposed to be, but it's not. I, I will say I will say this. I, I really have a hard time <clears throat> understanding when people say the dating pool is trash, because when I was single, I didn't have like a like a crazy, like very bad experience. And it's probably because like early on, like, you know, before even before college, I was dating so many different girls where I, it was so easy for me to kind of like, like pick out like, oh, I, I kind of know about you. And I could be wrong about some, but you know, I, I have heard a lot of people saying like this, the dating pool was, it got pee in it. So <laughs> I'm gonna pray for y'all. has acid in it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Amir, man. <laughs> 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 what's up though goals for the year man i mean you've you've done a lot these within the yeah, it's been a, a lot last year but uh mm -hmm. this year sell my townhouse try to buy a new single family home so that's one of the goals i'm trying to do uh-huh uh trying to get a new position rich. nah you rich <laughs> yeah waffles at the mom house <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, just trying to, like I said, sell this townhouse, buy a single family, trying to get this new position at work so I can get off a certain schedule I got. Yeah. And then uh, the last one was just trying to figure out this dad stuff to be the best dad I could be. You know, um, there's a lot of stuff I can relate to, but I kind of, you notice I didn't ask Derek or Tonto or me or anything about kids because I don't, I, I don't know shit about raising no children. You know, um, nothing. I have a dog. And that's it. Uh, but yeah, man, that's dope. Cause I know you've done a lot. You done got a house. You done got married. You done had a little girl. I mean, you know, what, what do you give a man that has everything? But no, man, that's what's up, dog. Definitely. Uh, hopefully one day. Cause you know, I almost remember I was talking to you and Akilah, but I almost got a job up there with yeah. a very prestigious journalism company. Yeah. Uh, so, but that still ain't gonna stop me from going up there and seeing y'all, you know. Um, speaking of a kill, first of all, I'm right down the block now. Oh, shit. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot. He down here in the Commonwealth, yeah, baby. Uh, how's that been? It's all right, it's nice. I'm barely here, so yeah, 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 it's man. cool. Uh, so man, what's up, dog? What you uh, what you got for the uh. What you got for the new year? Uh, trying to get a crib. Um, got some new career goals that I'm pursuing right now. There's a reason why Amir and Akil haven't mentioned what they do, and we're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna leave it right there. You know, considering my advancement too, I might disappear for a while. Yay, man! Look, look, look! I I was in your line of work for a long time, so you know I get it. Uh, but yeah, man. Nah, that's what's up, dog. That's what's up. So, um, what's the romance like, man? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, past, uh, I think my last relationship was like I ended at twenty twenty one. So, oh um, man, yeah, I remember you were telling me something about that particular person. Yeah, we ain't gonna get into that. Good life. Yeah, yeah, nah, 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 a lot of um, self reflecting. Uh healing and all this other good stuff and everything. Um, started writing again. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I really don't know. Cause, I mean, barely anybody knows, but I guess a bunch of people I know now. But I write like poetry, stories, whatever. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were yeah. ditching your prestigious government job to be a rapper. I, nah. If that, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on. We're going we gonna to have to click off this. We're going to have to have an intervention real quick. Nah. nah that's cool, man. I didn't know you. I don't think none of us knew you did that. Yeah, I know it's, I didn't. It's, it's probably like I could probably count on one hand how many people actually know I do that. Hey and, man, cast out the bag, dog. That's uh, what's up. Meditate on this other stuff. Try to be a better person. Hey man, that's what it's about, dog. We uh we're getting older now, you know, so we can't be doing the same goofy shit that we did before. But I will say this: if you ever write a book, I will most certainly read it, but do not ask me to narrate that shit because I retired from doing any type of narration for audiobooks, fuck that, whatever. I've had people hit me up. Hey, can you? Nope. So I just want you to know that right now. I'll definitely read your work. Hell, I'll even promote it myself. But I ain't narrating shit. <laughs> so just... nah, it's not going to be no book writing. So none of that stuff. A lot of this stuff I write is personal. Oh, um, cool, 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 man. Cool, cool. I did not know that. Um, That's what's up. I ain't know New York niggas had a heart, man. It's like, no, you know, not, not, not all cold and fitted and Tim wearing as y'all make us out to be. 
I'm gonna tell you something though, Spence. Ever since his breakup, yo, no BBW has been safe with around this man. <laughs> I don't know where Avery comes up with these things, but this. But you know what? <laughs> this is all not true. You know, people are listening to this, and hopefully by now they know what each personality is like, and that's who Avery is. He he's very in the cut. He's quiet, but when he comes out, he comes out. You know what I mean? That's that's what he does. Eric, my man. Yo yo yo. Oh, okay. You know what? To make this go by faster, Eric and Tonto, I'm gonna talk to y'all at the same time. Hey, because since y'all are the two oldest people online, y'all are uh, y'all are way older than us. So y'all 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 ain't way older than us. But y'all older. Than just say way older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. What's <laughs> and your Wi-Fi is as old as you, Tonto. Like. <laughs> Nah, go ahead. The concept of Wi-Fi still <laughs> confuses Tonto. It kind of does, just a little bit though. <laughs> um, I'm actually start. I'm starting back uh, school. I started SU in a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Wait, like going back for yourself or teaching? Um, going back to get my admin one to be a, a vice principal. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. No, that's what's up, man. Happy to hear it. I'm actually about to start school myself. Well, thinking about it anyway. Um, going back and then, like, if I'm going back to get my master's, then it, the, the, the sky's the limit for anybody because I hate school. So I love learning, love education, but I I, I, I hate school, <laughs> you know. So no offense because I know you a teacher, but I, I just always hated that shit. But uh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, Eric. Yo. Yeah, man. So I know, uh, again, where do you get a man that has everything? The wife, the kid. Uh, don't want me to say the real answer. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, I don't make like big grander statements and whatnot. Every year is the same for me. It's just I just try to improve on what I've been or what's given to me. So it's all about self-improvement, just being a better whatever I am at the time. So yeah. last couple of years is just being a better parent, being a better husband, being a better you know what I'm saying, brother to my family and everything like that. So it's just always just trying to do better than I did last year. Yeah. yeah. I don't make too many grand statements of grandeur. I just I just try to continue to improve. If you look at my last year, I'm doing better than that. You know what yeah. I mean? So Yeah, man. Hey, I know none of any nobody outside of us know who Eric is, but I think this Eric is like the definition of profound change. Because when I first met Eric, we ain't gonna go into details. Uh, <laughs> no, that's how that's how that's how the Eric it'll come out, it'll pop out. Or, no, it'll pop out, it'll pop out. But that's just that's that's <laughs> look, Brandon. What I mean is, if I would have asked him that 12 years ago, I'm pretty sure the answer would have been different, is what I'm saying. You know, what hey, I mean? if you was to ask him about the two shots of captain, it's gonna be different. Okay, well, we're we not, we not doing that right now. I'm on my second cup right now, yo. I'm on my second cup right now. Everybody's on here drinking but me, and I guess Amir's not drinking. I, he, you know, he has to breastfeed, so he better not. You <laughs> pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Anyway, 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 anyway. I'm glad to hear y'all goals for the year. And the reason why I asked that, y'all, is because like again, nobody else would know this but us. If someone would have asked us what our goals were 12 years ago. Well, again, Brandon, you know, you've been doing a lot. Uh again, you, you don't have a kid yet, but you definitely ahead of me with the marriage. But I know you talked about your beloved wife. I was about to say beloved wife to be. 
uh, beloved wife on the, on the first episode. So what's up, man? 2023, what's the goals, dog? <laughs> yeah, so my name is Brandon, and yeah, I've been on before. this year <laughs> is to actually um, land my dream job. One of my dream jobs. I work for the NBA now. What? Um, yeah, man. Work for oh, the NBA. Right. What's up with that? I just got a job maybe like less than a month ago. That's stupid. Um, it's like, no, again, you know there's always got to be one guy. <laughs> work for the NBA now, but I'm trying to uh, get – I need to get to a department that I'm like really this close to getting to. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my one of my goals. Um, I'm studying for to get the cybersecurity. Yeah. And I just want my boating business to be way better than it was last year because last year was a very very busy and hectic year. Which is good, right? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I just I just didn't really get to do business stuff my boating business. Yeah. Um, as much as I wanted to last year because I had you know other things I was doing. Yeah. No, man. I, I talked about this in our episode before. Um, it was kind of. Like, and again, I'll just say it again because all of us are on and some people probably haven't listened to it. But I remember one day me and Brandon went fishing. What, like two years ago? I think I was still at my last job, so it was a minute. And we went fishing and it was kind of a slow day on the water. But um, Brandon talked about, man, I want to start a boating business. You know what I'm saying? I want to get a boat. I want to do this. I want to do that. And yeah, I don't never. If someone tells me they want to be the head fry cook at McDonald's, I'm always going to encourage them to do it. That's everybody got their own their own path, their own goals. You know, for someone to say, "Oh man, that ain't going to work," nah, that ain't going to work for you. So, any type one of my friends, you know, my line brothers say they have a goal or whatever. You know, for the most part, you know what I'm saying. That's who I am. So I remember Brandon said that man Smith. I just want you know start a boating business and like man, when I tell you he did it and is doing it, um, yeah. It's dope to see, dog. You know what I mean? Um, to see, I don't know what's better, setting a goal for yourself and seeing it come alive, but being a friend of someone who sets a goal and seeing it come alive. You know what I mean? I think both of them are equally as, as rewarding. You know what I'm saying? So it's this it's really dope. Um, how the wife, man? Has has all has all that? It's going really good. No yeah. complaints over here, you know. Man, oh. forget all that romantic stuff, man. What's up, man? What what are we gonna talk about? The crazy stuff. Well, that that's the part I was. Stuff, man. That's the part I was in and out the mob house. Derek used to come down to the store, <laughs> grab all the shorties. Amir had all the shorties. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve, you having a, a DJ on your line, man? Come on, that's the best. That's the best ever. All the hoes coming <laughs> in. Come on, well, man. let's get to the real stuff that everybody want to hear. That's the part I was getting to. That's the part I was getting to. I just kind of yeah. introduced it that way of how far we've all came, where at least I think some of us. Right, start us. Now, the day we knocked, me and Spence came home, knocked on Steve's door. Steve will open the door and yep. he the note under the door. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> that's, no, that's... You know, yo, you know what used to annoy me? Like, Amir and Spencer used to be home the most out of everybody, right? But y'all would just leave the door unlocked. So me, Steve, and whoever will be gone throughout the day, and it'll be like John said, like obviously we talking to, and y'all would just leave the door open. They'll just be chilling in the living room. Like we've been waiting for you all day. Like I never left the door unlocked. I, yes, y'all did, this. yo. I I had had like a little heart to heart with y'all. Like y'all, can y'all please lock the door, yo? Are y'all about to get um, I do remember that store faithfully. The story faithfully is where we knocked on this Steve's door in the middle of the day, the middle of the day, in the middle of the week. Um, 
most people save their stuff for like you know the evening time you know when the sun goes down i think it was like one o'clock in the afternoon and we knock on steve's door and he no amir he did not say i'm busy he said on the note and i quote having sex end quote <laughs> that's what he said hey, uh, i was i was trying to be respectful to y'all and the young lady and- <laughs> Yo, before before my headphones uh die, I, I just gotta say because I, I thought about this story like randomly when I knew that me and Brandon had like this this link skinny brother connection. I wasn't hit to Twitter. But when this man like uh, put me on red alert that uh, I ain't gonna say her name, but Brandon know, probably knows who I'm talking about. When she caught me slipping, when I fell asleep, and she took a picture oh. of me and her laying next to each other, and I think she, I think when this is when Twitter just started like you know becoming a thing. No, 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 it wasn't. It nah, that wasn't was Twitter. Facebook, boy. It, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't Facebook. It was this one. Instagram was like. Oh, snap. Instagram. That's, that's how old we are. We so old. We we were Avery. like start when Instagram started popping off. Avery, uh, let me ask you a question. That one time we went to homecoming and you stayed in someone's hotel. Is that the same person? No, no, no. That was that was somebody no, else. This is, this is a this is a friend of mine that I I you know I I talk to every now and then just to you know say what's up. She's a good friend. But very, very, yeah, yeah, I, I think I put to, to to Avery. And, you know, one minute, you know, you know, Avery likes to hypnotize his women. Yeah. And next thing I know, I see the back of Avery head in an Instagram post. Now me knowing her, I know she's single, so I call Avery like, bro, like, what you do, yo? Like, yeah. Why, yeah. why are you on this girl page? He's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, go look on her page, and he blew her phone up. Hey, I remember when the chick was tweeting about Avery when he was smashing the chick above her. That when I was in student apartments, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, see, that's that. Well, damn, Avery, how many stories you got like that? Because I was gonna bring up another Twitter story that happened way after we graduated. Who was the hold of line? Who was the hoe of the line? Who was the hold of, who was the hold of line? Avery. Uh, Avery. It's between it's between Derek Tonto and Avery. No, Steve, no, Steve, no, and the Why me? <laughs> Why well, me? Tonto, hey. Uh, when I first asked you to be on, you wanted to talk about like threesomes and such. So you are contending, you know. You you kind of Tonto, Tonto's not you a know. Host, so believes in Mister Polygamy Man. Oh oh right 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 right. Real quick, Tonto. Uh, uh, real quick, man. I know that you are a supporter of polygamy. Can you explain that? Because I have a few questions. Yes. The juicy stuff. So <laughs> you sound like a pervert. <laughs> No, no, because I, I do got a few questions. I, I am curious. So growing up, believing, you know, one woman had all that belief of one woman, right? Marriage, right. all that. Got married, didn't work out. You know, I don't wish nothing on anybody that decides that. That's their choice. What's the best for them? Didn't work out for me. So my thought process was three incomes better than two incomes. Household-wise, right? Right. So that's my thought process. We're all adults. If we all agree to it. Then why not? Right. Uh, my question is, would you ever do it if it was the other way around? And I've been asked that question a lot. <laughs> no, I <laughs> no, seriously, I've been asked that question a lot. And my response is always is 
I thought about it. It would depend on who it is. If we have the same beliefs, the same income, you're not going to get somebody that has less income than what we're making. They need to either be on the same level that what we're doing and the same outlook on certain things. The outlook has to be, the outlook is the key. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the thing. The outlook is the key. Like, like wipe her off when you finish. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, you wild. I knew somebody was gonna say, "Oh, damn it!" I was trying to have a serious conversation. I have a question from a business perspective, and not just a love or sexual perspective. It's definitely not a love perspective. And actually, you know what? I would say it's a combination of all three: love, money, and the sexual preference or pleasure. Because honestly, we as men, we can always say we please our girls 100% of the time and we're all they need. That may not be the case. The same thing, vice versa. Women think that, oh, we're all he needs. But what if they don't meet that expectation? Are you going to suffer, live with it, or bring an option up that says, what about this? Think about that. That's my point. Look at that. Derek in the corner like, hmm. <laughs> 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 hey, I thought I was the only one that saw that. Like, I ain't gonna lie, Tonto, that was very captivating because, like, that was probably the most... Because I, I, I used to work in a male-dominated industry for, like, seven years. So, you know, I've heard a lot of men say they believed in polygamy, you know, which, you know, whatever. Like you said, everybody got their own thing, whatever. Um, and usually the answers that I get are very man-like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not what you said. Um, so I definitely appreciate you giving that very in-depth, detailed, mature answer and not just using his polygamy as an excuse to sleep with multiple women. Because I feel like, you know, even though it's not my particular taste, I do feel like that you probably, you specifically do carry out what I guess the, the, the purpose of it is because you did say if it was the other way around, you would consider it. You know what I mean? Because the dudes I've had conversations with, automatic no, which makes me think, I'm like, okay, well, why, you know what I mean? Like, if you're actually going to carry out the true purpose of that 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 way of life, then, like, that's a little, that's a little hypocritical. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely commend you. I've never heard nobody, at least no man, put out an answer like that. You know what I mean? I mean, I still don't know how you juggle one woman at, I mean more than one woman at a time hats off to you but like you know if you can do it you can do it you know I man but that was a good question that Akil asked because I've never I've always wanted to ask that question to someone who actually really did believe in that practice you know um because I remember you I forgot where you said that I think we were at a wedding or something of all places and you were like yeah I don't believe in this shit <laughs> whatever I forgot how you said it but you know I always wanted to ask you that so yeah yeah nah man that's that's what's up Tonso dropped a, a lot of knowledge in that car ride to the airport in Jamaica oh my goodness <laughs> wait, wait 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 what was <laughs> that car ride to Jamaica was the best time I've had since we've been online like that shit was now so I am curious because I didn't attend that trip what was the knowledge I want to hear from somebody else not Tonto it what was, was it was on it was basically what he said just now on polygamy and then he also explained like the swinger aspect of a lot of a lot of things that made you think about stuff differently 
you want to be a swinger too? Too many diseases floating around. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, nah, I think no. he's, he's talking about Tonto. I'm going to just say the lifestyle no, I live no, no. with the women I deal with, swinging ain't an option. I'm just going to say that. Like, man, <laughs> you will get cut. You will get. Mm, nah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, in my past life, I dated a Dominican once, and that was. Um, I'm not saying that it's like this with everybody, but the abusive relationship I was in, like she was Dominican and Italian. You know what I mean? And I don't not saying that that is the reason why, but I feel you, Derek. I understand what you mean. Latinos are toxic as fuck and they throw hands. They ain't having that shit. They ain't having that shit. Yeah, no, man. No, that's I, I never heard an answer like that or whatever. Me personally, I you know, I just wouldn't have the, you know, one woman is enough, but, um, but yeah, it was funny. Derek was over there going, Hmm, Hey, I never heard nobody explain it like that. I got a question. What, what was your, uh, thoughts on living in the mob house? <laughs> As the, Are we going one by one or we, just we, you, we, you, you first. So I remember back in college, you know, all of us lived in our respective areas. So Demir was over here. Brandon was over there. Steve was, I think Steve was in Talents too. He lived a couple doors down. And, you know, all of us came together and was like, man, we should get a spot together. So I remember that we went to, uh, what was that building called in the clusters? Um, the, the the, the, The resident building or whatever. And we walked up to the woman. I remember her name, and I'm not going to put it out there. We walked up to the, one of the housing directors, and we said, hey, we want to live together. And she was like, yeah, that's an automatic no. Like, you know what I mean? Because we've had frat boys live together, and this, that, and the third, and it never works out well. We were like, well, we're different. You know, Jimmy got, I forgot what our case was, but we suckered her into it. And what her fears were is exactly what happened. That house got obliterated, <laughs> fucked up. Matter of fact, if y'all ever go, not y'all specifically, I know y'all know this, but for people listening, if you ever drive, I showed Morgan this when we went to homecoming. We were driving past towns and she was like, why does though why do those houses have like those those square rectangles on the back of them? I said, Oh, those used to be back doors, you know, and those actually used to lead to the living rooms and the houses. But they stopped that because they're not doors no more? No, because of your line brothers. They <laughs> fucked that house up. They don't even got living rooms no more. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, it's a fifth room. Yeah, so the house got five rooms now. And I remember the day we all graduated and we were moving out. I think I was cleaning the kitchen and the faucet fell off the sink. Like that's the, the house. <laughs> like, you know, that house was that house was done. They that, said that last week was hilarious because remember we had threw a party there. So like after we got the the approval. We threw a party there. Remember when we had that big hole in the wall? We covered it with Steve's uh, speaker, and Spencer like patched it up. Man, it was I was like, yeah. If you, if you don't patch up the wall, it's like a hundred hours, like every ten inches or something like that. Yeah, you know, we was broke college kids, so you know that was a lot of money. Yeah, I remember that because I went home that weekend and I came back and it was this colossal size hole in the wall, and I Amir was like, "Man, we gotta fix it." I said, "Who is we?" Like I wasn't here, and y'all let some big. Y'all let somebody of the bigger persuasion on that damn stripper pole and they fell through the wall. But I, I'll just, about the mob house, I'll be completely honest. I hated it. <laughs> I hated living with, I love y'all. Don't get me wrong. I, I couldn't have asked for a better set of roommates. But y'all know 
that I've been an old soul for a long time. Steve knows me the longest. <laughs> like even in high school, I was a very old soul. My father would always say, you the oldest young man I know. Right. All that damn noise. All them damn hoes y'all had over there. All them damn parties. <laughs> and, you know, you watch movies about frat houses and frat boys, right? Typically, the how the, the, the parties be, what, on a Friday night, Saturday night? It would be a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> hey, man, you cannot limit yourself in the country. And it's, if it's Wednesday, we go party. If it's Thursday, we party. This party was on a Wednesday. Could y'all imagine what that mall house would have been like if I was living in that motherfucker? That, that's all yeah, I Yeah, that, that would that would have been old news. I will I will come to their defense. It would be days where people would walk up to us and be like, Yeah, so there's a party at you guys' house tonight, right? And we had no idea what was going on. Yeah. yeah. And then Steve yeah. would get there and just start DJing. It I wasn't always their fault. Random as hell. I, I'm in the living room practicing, right? Six dudes walk in. And they just like line up on the wall, and I and, I, and I'm looking at them, and they looking at me, and I'm like, "What are y'all doing in here?" They're like, "Yeah, the party about this stuff." I was like, "Nigga, the party. I am practicing. Get your ass up!" But guess what? It ended up being a damn party. Um, it was so bad because you know me and Amir were cooking the kitchen. It was so bad that I would get out of class and try to hurry home and cook before any of them bald-headed hoes came in there and start asking, what you got to eat? What you this? What you got that? You know what I mean? It, I hated it. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. It was a lot better than living with the dudes that I lived with in college before. I'll say this, too. I want to throw that disclaimer out there that the house was clean. Like, we kept the house clean. Oh, even yeah, if, no, no. Even if, because some frat houses are very dirty and there were some houses that weren't clean but it was very clean so if we threw a party like i remember like we would clean up like right after or the at least the day after and you wouldn't be able to tell that we had one my girlfriend at the time she had slept uh, and i just and i'm just to piggyback off your point brandon i remember she slept over on a friday night right and we were awakened to the sound of gucci man on a big ass loudspeaker at like eight in the morning Jesus and Christ. I wake up and I said, what the hell is all that noise? You know, so being the very advanced old soul that I was, I opened the door and the entire house smelled like bleach. I go downstairs and this was every damn weekend. I go downstairs. I see Steve with these big ass yellow rubber gloves on. Wax on, wax off, and whatever. I see Brandon cleaning this. I see Brand. So it's like I, I, you know, to this day when I see people make statuses and memes and stories about, oh yeah, y'all grew up in a black household, and hey, your mom wake you up with gospel music early in the morning cleaning the house. No, that was the mom house. Like you know what I mean? That, and I appreciated that because the house that I lived in before was with no offense, Akil, two New York dudes and one Jersey dude. No offense, Amir. And uh, that house was trifling. You know what I'm right. saying? When y'all left, the year, the year that y'all graduated and y'all left, that was the by far the worst living experience I've ever had at the shore. Because I Who lived with live two with? Africans. Oh. I lived with like two Africans, one who set my kitchen on fire <laughs> in the middle of the night. I wasn't there. 
And then the, it, everything was just like nasty and like terrible. I was just like, yeah. I, I, hey, no disrespect to African and shit, but for some reason, like the the smell of the food they be cooking be coming out the fucking like apartment and shit. Like, yeah, we're gonna know, like, this episode, like, we're gonna cancel. I love like I love my African. <laughs> like, no, listen. I love them. We, we are getting canceled <laughs> by the Spanish community, the by the BBW community, the BBWs. Yeah, Derek is an idiot. <laughs> so this is, we all know that. But anyway, so, <laughs> um, but I tell you what, though, you know what I'm saying. Living with y'all, it is definitely, well, uh, it it definitely did prepare me for a lot of stuff because I call the cops on my neighbors now who make too much noise. You know, so like, I couldn't do that with y'all, <laughs> you know. No, nah, another another dope uh, memory that I have is um, when we were all on the step show together. Hey, Steve, remember I was on the step team in high school for like two days? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I thought I knew what stepping was. But, you know, when we had the step show in high school. I mean, sorry, when we had step in uh, college, completely different experience. It was like being online again, almost, um, you know, and I still remember a lot of them joints. You know what I mean? And I remember uh, shout out to Rome. He just got married or whatever. And uh, Rome was our uh, step- zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rome was our stepmaster. And I remember step practice didn't start until what? 1030 at night, you know, and uh, <laughs> look at Amir. He was like, <laughs> I thought this was over with, you know. And uh, but super dope experience, man. And honestly, y'all, I'm not trying to toot our horn, but I think that was the last best step show that the shore had. It was, you know what I mean, and I don't. That was the last one, that was the last one that had like the whole heights, which is the biggest yeah, gym patch. Yeah, the, en- the entire gym was packed. I will know. I'll give it credit. I think Brandon, when you did your, when you were in the step show fall, uh, uh, spring. Uh, was that 13 what was I, I, I don't remember what year that was when you were a Morgan I think that was the last one because I do remember the, 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 the I do remember it being pretty packed. It, it was but it wasn't as packed though it was it was oh. nice but that was a, we had the last one that I remember. yeah 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 that was like I was probably like the last best homecoming for real for real um you know and we not gonna get into why the shore is the way it is that's I don't even think that's for another episode I that just that's irrelevant but um that was probably like the last best step show the last best homecoming um you know and probably one of my dopest memories you know what i mean and i remember that's when we still had the greek suites and all of that homecoming ain't nothing like that anymore what was all the story that y'all brought up other than the step show this one's like random as hell so so spence like spence was saying earlier we we didn't wait till the weekend to have parties we, yeah. we had this jump on like I think it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday after uh, Thursday night. We had a party. Um, we we uh, we paid our security in liquor so he didn't buy. <laughs> <laughs> and we partied to like I want to say like three four yeah. in the morning. We had to kick people out. Yeah, and, yeah. and oh. the, police, the police came, and they were like, "Yeah, we got a call." But we didn't believe it because we didn't think anybody would be having a party. <laughs> oh, night. Yeah. So he walked in there. He like, oh, hell no. Nah. Y'all got a stripper pole? I was like, ah, uh, yeah. We, we <laughs> <don't do that>. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, give me a second. I got to take a picture of this. I was like, damn, you about to, you about to send us to evidence? He was like, nah. I'm going to send it. 
I'm gonna send it to my wife. She's never gonna believe this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember that damn stripper pole, man. I remember when Steve bought that joint. When we, I remember we drove to the mall. And you, you was like, man, I'm gonna get a stripper pole. I was like, yeah, whatever. Let and me tell comes- you. So that that was like spur of the moment. I, I, I in my mind, I was like, you know what? Take the party to the next level. We get a stripper pole, and then you was like, let's hit the mall, and I'm like, oh, let me slide the Spencer's, and they had one right in the back, and then. And you know how you like see some shit just like glow to you? It's like <laughs> it was like stripper pole with party lights. I was like, oh, this. Is- yeah, yeah man. I'm, I'm trying to tell you that that ha- number one having like I said having a DJ around you is, is the best shit ever. But yeah, that stripper pole took things like another level. It, it took it took it up here. Like every single function, we didn't even have to have a party. You can just be. <laughs> And they're like, oh, y'all got a pole? And so, then they tell their homegirls. It, like, it, right. it took it up there. <laughs> so, story about that. So I bought the stripper pole. And apparently in Spencer's, they don't have a bag big enough to, to put the stripper pole in. <laughs> so I had to walk through the – so Spencer's at, at the end of the mall in Salisbury. So you got to walk through the whole mall. So I'm walking through the mall with my, my Carmen Electra stripper pole. <laughs> And all the families and shit is looking at me. They're like, "Yeah, what the fuck y'all about?" And it, and it was two men walking with it at that. So yeah, you know, so looking a little weird. So we get it up, we set it up, we throw the party. Everybody's having a good time. People dance on a stripper pole. The police come and get shut down. So like a week later, I'm in class, and it was like, "Yeah, we was at a party. Uh, they had a stripper pole." I was like, "Oh shit, that's my party." And it was like, "Oh, for real." Can we come over and uh and use it? <laughs> yeah, man. I remember that. Workshop. Yeah, it's like, like, like a Tuesday afternoon, people was coming through to like use the stripper pole. I remember that was my exact issue living with y'all. It would be on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Most sane individuals have their soirees on the weekend. I remember one night I was in my room and it was like on Monday at like 8, 8, 8 p.m. or whatever, and I hear all these people outside, and I don't know if y'all remember, I just stormed out of there pissed off, because I'm like, don't y'all got class in the morning? And the thing is, some things, we've all changed, but some things don't, because I'm still like that when it comes to that. I call the police on my neighbors, if, if it gets a little bit, I am that person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have taken a broomstick. This is no lie. Like, you out here bothering the authorities or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like, excuse me, can y'all send the unit, please? <laughs> you a camera really is wasting the resources on this bullshit. Most of the time, they never come, but like, you know, it's yeah, you got other things to do. Yeah, yeah, because I know with y'all certain professions, y'all probably don't pay that much no mind. But like me, I will call the authorities if too much noise is being made at a certain time, you know. And I'll just say this this is how much we've grown since then. Steve, can you ever imagine buying yourself a stripper pole today? I'm not gonna hold. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I'm a little wiser now. <laughs> but I still might slide the spins and cut the stripper pole and the light. The light go with the music. <laughs> 
I think I think on that note, we gonna get up out of here because like now I'm learning that things some things don't change and I don't we don't wanna get in too much trouble and plus it's getting late and all this other stuff. But yeah, man, thank y'all for coming on. Definitely appreciate it. All right, y'all. Thank y'all once again for joining us on another episode of the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast, where you can obviously see we talk about very morally and intellectually ingenuous, very sometimes disingenuous things. I know this episode was probably a little wild because I had all these crazy dudes on talking about all that crazy story. My uncle, he is a cute. And I remember I asked him, would he ever go online again? He said, the only way I will go online again is if I pledge the same dudes I pledged with the first time. Real shit. And so I'm saying that for these guys right here, that's the only way I would ever do it again is with these guys. <laughs> right here but thank y'all for joining us uh and we're gonna get new boy you know i knew that was (laughs) can we get can we get one can we get one good one yo come on spence uh y'all know me man blue five you know no 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 let their skaters, bro. I didn't even say that. <laughs> I didn't get involved. Yeah, come on, Spencer said it like he was in the library. Yeah, exactly. Somebody said it all. Somebody said it all. Let Derek do it. Let Derek do it. Let Derek do it. I'm gonna let Derek do it. I'm gonna let Derek do it. Out of here. You know. Hey, I will say this though. I will say this, and someone can finish it. My right leg is my left. Oh wait, it's my, oh, <laughs> it's my weak leg. You right. You right. You right. My right leg is my weak leg, and what's the what's the other leg? <laughs> oh, hey, my left leg, my, my third leg. Oh gosh, I'm cut all this down. My third leg was you. <laughs> what the hey, fuck? Hold on, hey, hold on. <laughs> Derek, do it. Being an idiot. Um, I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna put that in there. Like, it's a lot of shit to go through. So, um, 